Welcome to Focus on Success with Fazia Costi. Our program is designed to help you with executive function challenges. Our guest experts offer perspective, experience, and ideas to improve different aspects of your life. Now, here is your host, Fazia Costi. Hi, welcome. Good morning. My name is Fazia Costi. I'm an executive function coach here in Arizona. And I work with a variety of individuals who need help with their organizational skills, time management skills, focus, just a variety of ways um, of helping people create success in their lives. And one of the wonderful people that I've met over the course of my job is Mackenzie Douglas. And this morning we are interviewing her. She's had a wonderful change in her life. And I do mean wonderful. She's Uh, She worked in the field of education for quite some time, but now she is actually a stay-home mom, and we are going to talk about um, her experience and why she made that decision. She is a first-time mom, and she worked in Arizona. She worked for Fusion Academy, and she is now um, just, you know, loving life with her husband, Ryan, and son, Maddox, and... She's going to talk a little bit more about that as we get started. So welcome, Mackenzie. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here today. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to to talking to you about this because I think it's something that a lot of people don't talk about. We don't really talk about stay-at-home moms, and we don't really appreciate the level of impact they truly have on our lives. Right. Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk to you about this. So let's talk a little bit about your background first, just so that people understand what you parted ways with. What what is your background? Yeah, so um, personally, I'm 34 years old. I live here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And as you mentioned, I have a husband, Ryan, and our son, who's one. His name is Maddox. And um, life before Maddox, we were both living you know, living here in the greater Phoenix area, working full time. I worked for Fusion Academy, which is a private middle and high school here in the local area. They also have 60 campuses nationwide, but I specifically served the campus here in Scottsdale. And I was a director of admissions and outreach for that campus. And what that looked like Um, was helping prospective families go through the admission process, make sure it's a good fit for them, good fit for the school, and help them go through that um, admission process with our admin staff. And then on the other side of that was outreach, um, working with community professionals like yourself, and building relationships so that we had a trusted network of providers that we could refer our families to when we needed to do so. Um, so beyond that, I would help with community events, you know, creating awareness of fusion in our community and really promoting our campus. So it's really the front lines for fusion. Um, and, you know, on my off time, my husband and I would love to go to the lake and go hiking and be outdoors as much as possible, weather permitting, of course, here in Arizona, it gets really hot. So sometimes we're just in our pool or just hanging out, playing games inside and spending time with family and friends. That's awesome. And I'm really glad that you had that job because that's how we met. And, yeah. and, and I'm really glad that we met because you're an awesome person and I enjoy time spending time with you. So tell me a little bit about um, what made you decide 
to give up your career, which was a very good career. What made you decide to give that up to stay at home? Yeah. Um, so aside from the fact that Maddox is really cute, by the right. way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's just looking at him. It was an you know an easy decision in that regard. Um, so I went back. I had Maddox May of 2020, and I went back to work July of that year. Uh, so I only had a couple of months with him. Um, we were, of course, amid COVID, and we my position was completely remote. So I was working from home as well as juggling being a stay-at-home mom in a sense. You know, I was watching him full-time while working full-time. Um, my parents were still living in California at the time. Um, my husband and I weren't feeling very confident about hiring somebody we didn't know to come into our house. Um, you know, I had a lot of anxiety around trusting somebody that I didn't know with my newborn son. Um, so I was really able to juggle, um, working full time. There was some flexibility with my job and working some hours that I, you know, could work for myself and make hours up at night if I needed to. And my husband would, you know, fill in in between for meetings that I couldn't reschedule during the day. Um, so it just became a lot. I was, you know, putting Maddox down in front of the TV when he was like, three months old just to have something entertain him while I was on a phone call with a professional or a parent. You know, sometimes he would cry for an extended period of time when I was, you know, caught up on a meeting and my husband wasn't there or on the vice versa. You know, I was, I was compromising, you know, my integrity with my work and, and, you know, maybe not putting in a hundred percent and it all became taxing. Um, and I was feeling like I wasn't giving either one, either Maddox or my job or my husband really a hundred percent. And I should say myself as well. You know, I was kind of, I was being pulled a million different ways and kind of feeling like I wasn't giving a single thing, my sole focus. So come January this year, my husband and I really just had a heart to the heart. And, you know, I knew I wanted to be home with my son. Um, my mom was home with me when I was younger and it meant the world to me. I remember her being there for every school occasion, coming home from school. She was always there. And that was something that I really cherish. And I feel that was a, um, an opportunity that most children didn't have. And so I wanted that for my child. My husband didn't have that. He was pretty much raised with, you know, nannies and, you know, parents were both working all the time. Um, and so he didn't have that. And he wanted our son to be with me as much as possible as well. So we really just took a leap of faith. Um, and February, mid-February, I, I resigned from my position as hard as it was. Um, but really just wanting to give him my all and make sure that in these crucial moments of development that he is with me and with somebody that, you know, has his best interests at mind a hundred percent. And so that was a big motivating factor is just making sure that he has somebody that is completely all his 24 hours a day. And I'm sure that at some point in his life, he will thank you for that. That is, that is a really nice thing that you're doing for your family, you know, and specifically for your son, but for, for your entire family, you're really having to give up your job to focus on other aspects of your life it is, is a big sacrifice because your yeah. job was something that you chose to do for you as well. Right. What does your day-to-day 
life look like now compared to before? Like you just talked about how you were sacrificing different things, but what does your day-to-day look like? Yeah, I mean, every day is a little different. As you know, with a one-year-old, it can be a beautiful chaos at some times. Um, <laughs> but we wake up, you know, we get, I, I get him up um, and he likes to play while I cook breakfast. Um, we sit down and have breakfast together. Um, and then we have like a mom's group or we go out for a walk. Um, I try to get him out of the house as much as possible just to kind of experience new things. We live in such a beautiful state. Um, I love um, having him outdoors as much as he can, of course, weather permitting. Um, He's starting swim lessons this week, you know, so I try to do an activity for him that's new and different. You know, I want his brain to be stimulated and not just stuck inside all day. Um, And then we, you know, have lunch together. Sometimes we try to have lunch with my husband if his schedule allows. Um, And if the afternoon, you know, I am sometimes running errands, taking him to Target, you know, getting groceries, doing what we need to kind of keep the household running. Um, scheduling some naps in between that. Um, and then, you know, in the afternoon, early evening, I'm prepping dinner, um, you know, sitting down with him, playing. He loves playing blocks. So we usually pull out his blocks and try to, you know, learn colors or learn numbers, you know, try to kind of instill those things um, as he's growing up. And then dinner time, we always have a meal together as a family. That is something my husband and I um before we had Maddox said that was really important to both of us. So we always sit down to have a meal together. We discuss our days. We ask each other what was their favorite part of the day. Um, You know, really try to have that bonding time together Um, and incorporating Maddox, even though he can't talk or, you know, really partake Mm -hmm. in the conversation fully. um, You know, we ask him those same questions and, you know, he responds in his you know, jibber jabber, but, you know, we want him to be a part of that conversation and feel like he is a part of the family. His voice is important and really instilling that, um, you know, that value in, in his life as well. And then we take a bath or, well, he takes a bath, give him a bath, you know, we uh, do story time together as a family, you know, maybe play if we've got a few minutes to do that. And then I lay him down and he goes to bed. And then really after he's down, that's when my life begins. That's when I'm able to get my things done that I haven't been able to during the day. Um, my husband is a local real estate agent here and I also help him with marketing. Uh, so I run his social media. I help with getting mailers out. I run community events for him. Um, so I spend a couple of hours, you know, building that biz side of the business, um, you know, getting chores done, prepping for the next day, and then trying to squeeze in a little bit of, you know, time with my husband, catching up with him one-on-one, um, and, you know, just trying to have some special moments, you know, with him, because as you know, that relationship can get lost in the shuffle of working and being a parent. So, always trying to check in with him and, you know, have a conversation that's not about Maddox or work and just about us, um, you know, is really important. So strive to sneak that in on the day-to-day basis. Absolutely. And it sounds like you're juggling a lot of different things, but you're doing it well because it sounds like you have a pretty good structure in place. And I think that's important when you have little ones is to have a little bit of structure in your day. Yes, absolutely. I think that was so important. I mean, 
I did obviously a lot of research prior to having him and structure is so important for him, but it's so important for my sanity as well. Um, you know, knowing what's coming up, what needs to be done, you know, and, and keeping him on a schedule, it kind of creates a lot more peace and calm in our lives as a family. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is the biggest reward since you've been staying home with Maddox? What, what do you think is the biggest reward of being a stay-at-home parent? Yeah, I really think it's experiencing all the moments with him, good and bad. You know, not every day is rainbows and butterflies, that's for sure. Some days, like today, you know, are whiny and needy, and I cherish those moments as well because he's not always going to want me. He's not always going to need me. Um, you know, we're not always, I'm not always going to be by his side 24 hours a day. Um, and so just really cherishing the moments that I get to see him smile and giggle and, you know, chase him around the house or watch him take his first steps or, you know, just those bonding moments in, in when, you know, we're laying down to take a nap or, you know, having a meal together, just really those moments that he looks at me and we just have a soul connection and he smiles at me. And, and I think it's just, seeing the world through his eyes is the greatest experience. Um, I think it's, it's something that, you know, as adults, we, we just get into the grind of the minutia of life and he doesn't have any of that in his life. All he cares about is, you know, eating and playing and just being in the moment. So I get to have that in my life of just being with him and I think that is the most rewarding experience is just having those present moments throughout the day. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I love the fact that, you know, when you, when you said, you know, looking through his eyes, everything's new for him. So you get to see everything like it's new for you right. as well. Yeah, which is yeah. Awesome. And, and it is new. I mean, even though I'm taking him to things that I've done in the past, but I'm now a different person. I'm a mom. I'm in a different life stage in my life. And it's something that I've never gotten to experience. And so we are both experiencing the world in a completely different way. Um, and it's a beautiful thing that I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity to be with him. And it might not be forever that I'm staying at home with him. And so that's why I really cherish these moments as much as possible, because in six months, I might go back to work in two years, whatever that may be look like. Um, so I really want to take um, advantage of these moments and really live them to the fullest with him. Absolutely. You're, you are so right. Nothing is promised. We, we don't know what the future is going to hold. But speaking of the future, do you have future plans? What are your yeah. future plans? Yeah, that's great. You know, sometimes it's hard to think about the future when it's like, I just got to keep him alive today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, I would love to continue to be at home with him, even part-time. If it's him going to school, you know, dropping him off, picking him up, or being able to chaperone or volunteer at his school in some capacity. So I definitely want to, you know, have that presence in his life as much as I can as for as long as I can. Um, you know, as I mentioned, my husband's a real estate agent here, and I just want to help him continue to grow his business. I love growing things. Um, you know, Fusion was new here in Scottsdale when I started with them, and we grew to the very 
very top school in the company amongst 60 schools. So that was such a rewarding experience to really see something grow from nothing to the best in the business. Absolutely. Um, and, so, and I'm sure you had a lot to do with that. Yeah, very, yeah. Very good at what you do. Oh, thank you. So I want to I want to do that with my husband. You know, we have talked, my husband and I have been together for 12 years, and that is something that we talked about from the moment you know, we got together as creating something together. And he's an entrepreneur as well. He's owned other businesses in the past. And I watched him grow businesses on his own. Um, you know, I helped in some capacity, but not a large capacity. And so this is something that we really want to grow together. And, you know, potentially maybe I'll get my license down the line to help him in a bigger way that I can't, you know, right now, but really want to continue to grow that. Um, you know, Obviously, academics is such an important thing. Um, so really thinking ahead, I know he's only one, but you got to think about pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, elementary age and stuff. So starting to find, you know, what the best fit for Maddox is, whether that's homeschool, like a Montessori or a private school or public school, you know, really just making sure that I'm, I'm finding the best fit for him as I learn what how he learns um, and what's going to be the best academic fit. Um, we love it here in Scottsdale. I just want to be more involved in our community. People are so nice here and just really build a tribe of, you know, other like-minded people here. Um, so I think we're well on our way, but, you know, there's a lot of room for growth and I'm really excited to see what the future holds. And I think because you you have worked in the field of education for a while, you have a really good insight into what is already out there. So you're going to find exactly what you need when you need it. Yeah. I mean, there's so many amazing ac academic opportunities here in the greater Phoenix area. So um, I've, I feel like that was, you know, a gift that I am able to take from Fusion is the knowledge of the academic settings that are, you know, innovative and different and, you know, um, and that could be a better fit for him. I wouldn't know otherwise if I hadn't had that experience. So super excited to see where he goes for school. Absolutely. So Maddox is one. What are some of his favorite activities? What, did, what does he like to do? So he's obsessed with blocks, whether it's like wood blocks or building blocks or even like Lincoln logs. He's He doesn't necessarily like build anything right now, but he likes to kind of sort, if you will. He takes them out of the bag or takes them out of the box puts them in a pile, then kind of throws them around, chases after them, throws them again, puts them in another pile. He really enjoys doing that. Um, I don't know what that's all about, but it's fun to watch and be a part of. Um, he loves being outdoors. Like anytime he's ever fussy or, you know, needs a minute to cool down, we just sit down on my patio. He takes it in or, you know, go for a walk or just get in the car. He really loves to be out and about. Um, and he loves observing things. He really just takes the world around him in and just really watches things, which is really neat because I, I observe, but he observes in a very different way. So I love watching him do that because it kind of teaches me to slow down and take in the world around me as well. Um, but he's just, he's a, I mean this in the most loving way. He's a monster, but in the best way possible because he keeps me on my toes. He is into everything, loves to get into everything, tear everything apart. But that's what it's about being a toddler is, is getting into things and exploring the world around him. And I really try to allow that just to be. And 
clean up the mess later. Um, but oh, absolutely, the curiosity is 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 absolutely important. Yeah, you know, I um, before my my daughters were born. I, I had three dogs and two cats. My house was immaculate, immaculate. You could eat off my floor. I, my house was right? so clean all the time. Everything had a place. Everything was put away. After my kids were born, my house has never been the same, ever. I know, yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I don't expect it to be because we all leave things lying around or we get caught up in the moment. We, we're like, okay, I'll leave this here and go outside and do something else come back in and you're like, I don't feel like picking that up now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you have to live in the moment. You have to enjoy the moment. And it sounds like you're doing that. So that's, that's amazing. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not always easy. Um, you know, sometimes I myself need to take a breather and take a step back and stuff. But um, yeah, you know, I think that's what motherhood has definitely given me is being more in the moment and, enjoying the slower pace of life, um, you know, at the pace of a toddler, um, you know, and not, you know, my job before was very demanding, rightfully so. Um, we were building a school here and, um, I do miss sometimes that hustle and bustle and that productivity, but, um, you know, I know that this was meant to happen in my life to slow me down and enjoy life and enjoy the small things that come with having a child. So what do you have around you to support you? You you had talked earlier about having a mom group or having, you know, other people that had similar interests. What do you do to support you? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I'm learning. Um, you know, I would say the first 10 to 11 months of his life, I mean, I was the last thought in my mind. And now, you know, I'm kind of coming out of that and realizing that, you know, I need to take care of myself and surround myself with good, positive people in order to be the, a better mom. Um, so, yeah, we're part of a mom's group. We meet every Monday, which is so fun. And they're all kids that are Maddox's age. And, you know, that that support system has been tremendous. Um, my mom and my sister, both families have moved out here as well, which has been Very nice. amazing. My sister has a seven-year-old son and has been a huge support and just, you know, being there in times of need when I'm, you know, kind of having a moment um, where I'm freaking out or wondering if, you know, what's going on in my life is normal. And she's always there to reassure me. And, you know, having my mom be a part of Maddox's life is just everything. You know, I think grandma's or grandparents in general, just so sweet to have in your child's life. And she comes to visit every, you know, at least once a week, which is really wonderful. Um, but I'm realizing that I need to carve out me time away from my family, away from the house. Um, because right now me time looks like doing the dishes or doing a chore or, you know, doing something for the family. And I think that's, you know, what happens to most moms is we lose ourselves in this, in the shuffle, especially, you know, if you are staying at home because your life becomes your home and your family. Um, and I just had a girlfriend come to visit from Seattle and she was really just, you know, just having girl talk and she was just so sweet. Um, you know, just reminding me that, I got to take care of myself to be the best mom and best wife that I can possibly be. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm starting to carve out time away from the family 
and, you know, spending time with my loved ones on my own and, you know, just in reminding myself that that's okay to do that, um, which is tough, but so important. Well, I think it's important to remember that you have to model the behavior that you want your son to have. He's never going to do what you tell him to do. He's going to do what he sees you doing. So you have so to model the behavior. And it sounds like you're doing that. So that, that's awesome. Um, I'm trying. It's not easy. <laughs> no, it's, but, it's yeah. not easy. It's, but you're right. You get caught up in the day-to-day. I've got to do the dishes or I've got to do the laundry. Or you know what? I'll, I'll go have lunch with my friends another time. And, and I notice a lot of times women put their relationships, their personal relationships, almost on, on hold. Yeah. And Absolutely. they, you know, once they have kids, they, they no longer go out with their friends. They no longer have spa days. They no longer have yeah. lunches. And those are really important for balance. You have to have some balance in your day. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because, you know, without you as the mom, I mean, it's, it's impossible. So keeping my mental health and my well-being at the forefront of my mind is something that I'm really focusing on. Um, because, you know, we all have bad days and we all need to take moments for ourselves to regroup and refocus and, and having those moments to ourselves, you know, whether it's just a walk by yourself or even running to Target by yourself, whatever that may look like, whatever moment you can have to yourself makes you a better person because you appreciate those moments apart. And then, you know, you come back to your family and you look around and you're like, I, I love you and I want to be with you and I spend my time. But, you know, those moments are crucial to, to mental health and well-being. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, misconceptions when we come back from the break. We're going to go to break for in, in just a couple minutes. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about misconceptions. What are some of the biggest misconceptions that you've been dealing with? And what are some of the misconceptions that people have about stay-at-home moms? I think that's an important conversation to have. And then we can Absolutely. also talk about some advice that you would give somebody who maybe wants to stay home with their kids or maybe somebody who already is staying home with their kids, what advice would you give them to maybe do the job a little bit better? Because it is a job, no matter what people tell you, it is a job. And that is so true. <laughs> even though you don't get paid, it's a very difficult job and it's a very important job. We're going to go to break in just a moment here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about misconceptions of stay at home parents. And Mackenzie's going to offer some advice on um, the topic of staying at home with your child and, and what she feels is important. So if you are interested in executive function coaching, you can feel free to contact me. My, my phone number is 480-648-1122. You can also go to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. And feel free to shoot me an email through my website, or you can take a look at uh, some of the services that I offer. And if you missed our summit last week, um, we do have the recordings on YouTube, and you can go on to YouTube. My YouTube channel is Fazia Costi, Executive Function Coach, and you can watch the recordings for all of those uh, summit recordings. Um, So have a wonderful break and we'll be back in just a few minutes.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are struggling with organization, time management, or other executive functions, Fawzi Acosti is ready to put you on the path to success. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Fawzi works with in-person clients at her Phoenix, Arizona office or with clients anywhere across the country remotely. Mention that you heard this ad from the Focus on Success radio show and receive a free initial consultation with Fazia, plus $50 off an intake evaluation, a $300 value. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com or call 480-648-1122. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Focus on Success. To reach Fozzie Acosti or her guest on the live show, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Fazia at Executive Function Coach AZ.com. Now, back to Focus on Success. Hi, welcome back. I'm Fazia Costi and I'm your host. Today we are talking to Mackenzie Douglas about her experience and job as a stay at home mom. Uh, welcome back, Mackenzie. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. I I think what we're talking about is a really important topic. There's a lot of parents that stay home with their kids and really don't get the recognition that they deserve for the hard work that they do. And I I think it's important that we we actually make this a more normal conversation to have. You know, what do stay-at-home moms do? Because they do a lot. They, you know... Your child's a toddler right now, but as kids get older, they have to be taken to multiple activities. You have to juggle multiple kids. You have to make sure that they're academically, you know, getting what they need and that they're entertained at times when they need to be entertained and that they go to bed on time. And so there's just so many things involved with life and it gets more and more complex and it gets more and more difficult as they grow. And as a parent, you just get better at it. it does, it's not like, you know, the job gets easier. You just get better at it. So <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. So, so absolutely. So what I want to talk about next is um, some misconceptions about being a stay-at-home mom. So I, I know that um, I, I think you and I talked about this before uh, we went live when I stayed home with my kids when they were little, um, I was at a party and a gentleman came up to me and he said, and this is somebody that I knew, and he said to me, hey, Fazia, what do you, what do, you do all day? Like in a very judgmental tone. 
And so, you know, being the personality that I have, <laughs> I said, well, I, I eat bonbons and, <laughs> you know, watch TV and soap operas all day. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> and, oh. you know, he, he didn't like my answer, but, you know, his wife was standing right there and, and her reality, she, she understood how much work it was. Yeah. And she had to kind of correct him and say, hey, you don't you don't ask a stay-at-home mom what they do all day. Like yeah. they, from the moment <laughs> they wake up, they hit the ground running to the moment yep. they go to bed. And so um, let's talk some of the misconceptions that you've dealt with. Yeah, I think that's the biggest, the lack of, you know, and, and if you're not a parent, you know, I can understand why you would have that question because you really don't understand what it takes to rear a child. Um, but I think it's the, the misunderstanding that it's not a job. Um, you know, it's, it's not a paid job, but you're rewarded in so many other ways. It's, it's like you said, from the moment you wake up from to the moment you go to sleep, you are on, it's a job that does not stop. It's a thankless job. And I think that people who don't quite understand what staying at home looks like, um, you know, they do think that it's just, oh, you just relax. You just, you know, watch your child play. You just eat or get caught up on your, you know. Yeah, you're sleeping Netflix, in every day, reading your soap operas. You know, it's, it's, I mean, I wish that would be so amazing, <laughs> um, but it's not. It's, it's constant you're on constantly, um, you know, and it changes as your child grows up and, you know, evolves from the newborn stage to toddler stage and beyond. Um, you know, I'm in the toddler stage, so he's constantly on the move. And I've got to think about his mental development and emotional development and making sure that, you know, he's being fed nutritional food and, you know, making sure that his life is on a good trajectory, um, as well as making sure, you know, our, our home is in order and, you know, helping out my husband when I can, um, and trying to carve out that me time, as I was saying earlier, um, my mind goes a million miles a minute. I multitask in bigger ways than I ever have in a job prior um, because there's more at stake now. Um, Not saying that a paying job isn't something that you work hard for because it absolutely is. And especially growing that career, um, that was very important. But this is a life that we're growing. Um, This is a life that I'm sustaining and that I'm, you know, constantly thinking about and thinking about the future and his well-being and, um, you know, there's a lot more at stake to me. Sure. Um, and so. Well, you're becoming an expert in development. Yes. You're becoming an expert in not just one area of development, but every area of development. You want to, right. you're an expert in their social development, their nutritional development, their, their body development, their educational development. You're becoming an expert in so many different areas. And I think that's one thing that most people don't understand. Yeah. I think that's absolutely true. And I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to steal that for my resume in the future. You know, when I have that kind of blank <laughs> spot in my resume from fusion to the next thing, like development expert, I love that. No, it's so true because, you know, he, 
it's a constant development with kids. I mean, they grow and change at such a rate and you have to keep up and adapt. And, you know, every day is different. Some days he eats like a champ and the next day he doesn't. And, you know, that kind of throws you into a tizzy. And, you know, you're doing constant research to see how you can best support your child and end that development. Um, you know, so I think that, that's not- that research is what's going to make you the expert because right. right now you're an expert in toddlerhood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in a few years, you're going to be an expert in preschoolers and then, yeah. you know, elementary school kids. And then yeah. you're going to have a wealth of information yeah. under your belt. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so I think that's like the hardest misconception, you know, and there's like, and I know we want to, we need to destigmatize this, but like when somebody asks me, what do I do for a living? And I say a stay at home mom, there's almost a guilt to that. Like, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. That just, you know, stings because when I say that and I need to catch myself and, you know, train myself out of that because that just is so important. I'm, I'm more than just a stay-at-home mom. It's not bonbons and soap robbers all day. It's all of that. Well, now you can tell discussed. them you're a development specialist. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. You're a development am, expert. You're, de- yes. you're a development expert, child development expert. You have a yeah. new title. <laughs> yes, it is. It's so that. And, um, you know, it, and it's... Misconceptions I see is that if you're not making money, you're not doing something of importance. Yes. And that is that, not true. That has been a big struggle of mine because I've always been financially independent and now we're on one income. And my husband is so wonderful. You know, he never makes me feel ashamed. He's always like the money that, you know, I technically earn is ours. I'm helping him with marketing and stuff like that. Um, And I'm rearing our child. Like he always makes me feel so good about that. But it's an internal struggle because I've never dealt with that before. Like when a bill comes in that's under my name, you know, I have to hand it off to him to pay. And and that can feel weird and sticky sometimes. Um, and, and I've had breakdowns with my husband saying, like, I don't feel like I'm doing enough in this relationship. And he has to talk me down because I'm, you know, he reminds me, you're doing more than you ever have in your life. It just looks different. And because we have this conception, uh, perception in, in our society that a stay-at-home mom isn't earning a keep, so to speak, um, you know, I need to tr- change that in my mind um, because I'm doing far more work than I could have ever done in my life and, and the most important work. Um, so that financial piece is, is hard to get through and, you know, and to navigate. Um, you know, sometimes I go to the store and like, I catch myself, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to buy that because, you know, we need something else. Or, you know, it's like, no, it's like, if, if this were money that I earned through fusion or whatever it was, I would have bought it. So it's okay. It's, you know, it's, it's having that retraining of my mind. Um, I think has been, I mean, this is, being a mother is is about growth yourself. You know, that development expert, like we're joking about with, with children, it's also development as a new person myself um, and really trying to learn and navigate who I am as a mother and, you know, a wife in a different phase of my life and, and myself. Um, so it's development from for me too. Um, and just learning that sometimes these things are okay and 
these are normal feelings. Um, so you're right, that misconception that if you're not bringing home money, so to speak, on a regular basis, you're not providing to the family. But, you know. But you are. We have, <laughs> yes, in, in such a big way. Um, yeah, so I, I absolutely agree. That's been a big misconception and, and one that's been a huge area of growth for me. And I think more women need to see that as an opportunity of growth and that the money is not the only thing that you, you earn in this relationship. Right. And I do yeah. Maddox over there. Is he going to join us? Yes, he's with me now. My husband had to step away, so he's with me. Hi, Maddox. I've got all these fun things that I'm trying to keep his attention with. So he loves the phone, so hopefully he doesn't snatch it out of my hand. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he's very cute. You've done a, a great job with him. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Um, so, but yeah, it's, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to feel free to, what you were going to. You know, I just was going to say, you know, um, that, you know, and I hate saying that motherhood is a job because, you know, it's, it's, but it is, that's what it is. And it's 24 hours a day. It never stops with a nine to five job. You know, you start your day at nine o'clock or whatever time your day starts. And when you're off, hopefully you're enjoying your, your downtime, not thinking about work, but you know, being a mother or just being a parent in general, I don't want to discount dads. I know there's so many men who stay home with their kids and everything. And I know this is just more geared towards mom, but you know, I want it to be all inclusive as well. Anybody who stays at home with their children, um, you're constantly on and it's just this, you know, what's next and anticipating and, you know, always thinking. And I swear my dreams have become all about, you know, the children (laughs) and what I can do to, you know, be a better person. So it's a 24 seven job. You know, I sometimes am envious of my husband because he gets to go out of the house. He gets to focus on his job for whatever amount of time that is for the day. And he doesn't have to think about dinners or laundry or, you know, just activities to keep my child engaged and, um, you know, those types of things. And, and I know he's envious of me because he would love that slower pace. You know, he's, his days are very hectic and you know, so we always, it's, you know, that grass is greener on the other side type of scenario, you know, just kind of reminding ourselves, you know, so I think there's that misconception that it's just easy, you know, um, because it's, it's mentally and emotionally challenging in ways that have never been challenged before. Um, You know, it's also a very physical job. Oh, you know, yeah, I mean, you have to pick your child up. You got to change diapers. You've got to take out the garbage. I mean, it's a very physical yeah. job. Yeah, which, you know, um, prior to toddlerhood, I didn't really realize, you know, they're kind of just, you know, with you all the time. And he's, you know, gaining weight and he's heavy and I'm lifting him up. And, you know, so um, it's. And as your child gets older, too. you're going to build those muscles and you'll have no problem lifting 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It'd be a piece of cake, but. You'll be pushing those men out of your way going, I got yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I can think lift that, that too, big sack you know? of potatoes. <laughs> yeah, and I think that too. It's like, not that I don't want to say weak because that's not the right word, um, but you are just 
you as a stay-at-home parent just become strong in so many different ways. Um, you know, you become strong in in just, you know, the physical sense, but you come, become strong mentally and emotionally as well. Um, you know, just 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 trying to be the best that you can be for your child and your family um, and just really growing and developing, like I have said, you know, um, in ways I've never even knew existed. Um, so it's, it's, it's a challenge, but, you know, like I've said, it's the most rewarding challenge yeah, yeah. that I could ever have asked for. Well, <laughs> for those of you who are just listening, I, I'm actually on a Zoom call where I can see Maddox and he is just hanging on his mom's arm. <laughs> he's so cute. So yeah, he's just smiling, happy as can be to be with his yes. mom. Yes, yes, the greatest. So, yeah, so we have a, a little bit less than 10 minutes left. And what I would like to talk about next is just advice. What advice do you have for someone considering staying at home with their child and, and what are some of, I mean, and I want you to give really specific advice on that. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if this is for a person who is considering staying home, I say, do it. You are never going to get this time back with your child. And if you can make it work, make it work. If if it's just for a couple of months or, you know, you're going to commit to a year or whatever it is, do it. Take that leap of faith. I know it's scary, I know going down to one income or, you know, whatever that may look like financially for your family is really intimidating. Do it because work will always be be there. Even if you're stepping away from a career that you loved and a business that you loved, like I did, I know that's so scary. And, and, you know, you're always going through the what ifs. What if that job isn't there? What if, you know, I can't make this work financially? What if I don't enjoy staying at home? Do it, try it out, see how it feels to you and your family. Um, because if it's, you know, if it's what you want and what you think is going to be right for your family, just, just take that leap of faith and see what it brings you. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. At least you tried, at least you knew that it wasn't the right fit for your family. That's okay. Um, and don't feel any guilt for that. Um, you know, cause there's been moments that I've questioned my decision. Um, did I make the right decision? Am I the best caretaker to be with Maddox full time? You know, should I be having him exposed to other people? Um, you know, I think about the all the time, but just not Second having, guessing yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I really encourage just take that leap of faith, do it, even if it's just temporary, or, you know, don't really have any expectations other than just being with your child for that time. Um, for those families who are already in it or in the midst of the transition, get help. Even if you're staying at home, you know, I was the person who was like, I'm home with him all the time. I shouldn't hire outside help. I shouldn't ask for more help. You know, I should be able to maintain and do this all by myself. 24 hours a day. And that was a big learning lesson because I was exhausting myself and I was, I was, you know, becoming resentful of my role as a mom and a wife um, because I was doing it all. And I think that is the biggest thing is asking for help. Um, whether it's, it's unrealistic. Partner, it's unrealistic. It is. 
It yeah. is. You can't expect a person who, you know, like, for example, you know, me working at a school, I couldn't be the principal, the assistant director, the director of admissions and outreach and a teacher all at the same time. That's that's bonkers. Mm-hmm. I can't expect myself to, as a parent at home, I can't expect myself to do everything by myself. I'm a better mom and a better wife when I ask for help and I am getting that out, you know, that support. Um, and so it's okay to have, you know, even if you hire somebody to come in for three hours a week or whatever that looks like, get that yeah. help, get that support. It's so important. I, I, and a lot of times grandparents are ready to jump in and help and uh, all you have to do is ask. All you yeah. have to do is ask. They're usually eager to help. They're usually wanting to spend time with their grandkids. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So. It's important to have those relationships. And and I think there was a lot of anxiety on my por- my my side um, of leaving him. Mm-hmm. of being away from the house and fear that, that, you know, he might cry the whole time and what that's going to, you know, be like for him and the caretaker or being away and something happening. I'm slowly growing out of that, that fear. Um, and so that makes it a lot easier to ask for help to come in. Um, but it, but it is so, you know, I'm not alone in that feeling and being a part of that mom group and having people who've gone through it, like my sister um, and my mom, um, you, you know, people who have gone there and been through it, you know, these are all normal feelings that I'm feeling and, you know, I'm working through it in my own time. You know, nobody's telling me to, you know, just push through the feelings or, you know, anything like that. Um, So I'm learning and I'm growing and, and, you know, that help and support, that tribe is so important to build. Um, it also if helps release that feeling of control. You don't have to control yeah. everything all the time. Your, yeah. you know, your sister and your mom, they're still going to love him, but they might do things differently. Yes. And so that gives him the experience of seeing how things can be done more than one way. You're that's so gonna, right. That's such an important thing to know in life that yeah. there's, there's not just one way to do something. Yep. And so you're you're not just giving him the wonderful experience of having these other relationships in his life, but you're giving him the opportunity to see how people are different and yeah. embrace that. And I think that is so important, especially when they go off to school because they're going to be learning from a teacher. They're going to be learning with their peers. Everybody you know, teaches differently, learns differently, you know, views the world differently. And that was, I'm so glad you brought that up because I kind of forgot about that. That was part of my anxiety because I was holding so much control. Like, like I was saying, his life's at stake here in his development. And I, you know, that old saying, mother knows best, but I was like holding on to that, like in fear that somebody would do something that I wouldn't do that way. And, exactly. and that's okay. And obviously I'm going to leave him with somebody who I trust and I know, and, you know, there's that respect of me as a parent, but, you know, trusting others and that growth and that experience is so important. Um, and so, yes, I would also, also encourage, you know, just to walk through your anxiety, you know, there that it's going to be there. Um, but you know, try to do what you can to release that and just build trusting relationships with other people so that they can, your child can have that experience with people other than yourself. 
Absolutely. Because as much as we do being a stay-at-home mom, we cannot be an island. We have to include other people. So true. So true. So important. Well, Mackenzie, I have to tell you, it's always a joy talking to you. And I really appreciate you and Maddox coming on the show today to talk about your experience as a stay-at-home mom and hopefully give some um, advice and, and maybe some wonderful information to people who want to stay at home or who are even considering staying at home or maybe somebody who knows somebody who's staying at home and doesn't understand what they're going through. Maybe now they have a better understanding of it. So I really do appreciate everything that you've done today. And um, yeah, I I think you're, you're awesome. And Maddox is awesome. And I hope that (laughs) you guys have a fantastic, fantastic day today. Um, Thank you. So, yeah. So, yeah, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate you offering this opportunity to have this conversation because there are a lot of misconceptions, more than we could have talked about in this hour. Um, but there's a lot of um, feelings of being alone when you're a parent in that isolation. And, you know, am I doing it right? Am I giving my best? And there's a lot of, you know, second guessing that comes with being a parent. But that's life. And you've grown Isn't evolved. is that interesting? And- you know, there's really no class. I mean, there's classes on parenting and sure. whatnot, but but there's really no manual, I should say, that says this is the correct way of doing it. Yep. It's, you know, every child is different. Every parent is different. It's just all a game of, um, you know, figuring it out as you go along. Yep. Yep. And so, that is life, you know, we're just doing the best we can as we go. So I so appreciate you allowing me to be on here today to share my story and Hopefully there's maybe a little nugget of information or knowledge that somebody can take from this conversation and apply it to their life or share it on. And, um, you know, motherhood is not easy, but it's the most loving and rewarding experience. And I just hope to, you know, be able to help anybody else that may have needed to hear this story. So thank you for letting me be here today. My pleasure. So hopefully um, you've got some wonderful information today. I'm Fazia Costi, and I am your host. If you want to get in touch with me, my email is Fazia, or I'm sorry, my email is Fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com, or my website is executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Feel free to give me a call if you'd like a free consultation. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Focus on Success. Please join your host, Fazia Costi, for another program next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again, have a great week.